Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Cheap Heat TV Live. I'm your host, the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host. There he is, Mr. Charles Anders. What's Charlie up? Z, how are you doing this Sunday night? I'm doing uh, worn out and starving, and uh, doing good though. We're here. Let's do this. Short week. Usually, we put a week in between these things, but we were just on here uh, Friday night. The the a Charles Xander's Christmas special. Was it everything you hoped it would be? Dude, it was more. I had a blast. I, I enjoyed everybody coming in and having a conversation. Haven't seen the numbers. Don't really care about numbers. But it was nice. It was nice getting to see some people, you know. It was good. It was, it was good. Uh, how was your holidays? If you had a good holiday so far, Gene? I don't care. Well, yeah, I mean, it was good. Like, uh, you know, Friday morning, the AT&T thing happened with the explosion in Nashville. We didn't have a cell phone from Friday until about four o'clock this morning. Huh. Uh, a cell phone is required for me to log into my job. So I went to bed Sunday night thinking, because ah, all this shit in the Coleman Times was saying it was going to be like Thursday before service was getting restored <laughs> down here. So we were kind of freaking out about that. Now, if I'm being honest, if I'd have had Sunday off today, I wouldn't have been mad at that. Yeah. You know, I was already last night I went to bed. I'm like, hot damn, I'm gonna have tomorrow off. I'm gonna watch <laughs> this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna chill with the cats. Yeah. And then uh wake up this morning and fuck it all, the phones is magically working. So I had to work today and deal with angry, angry oh. people. Oh my god, people I imagine suck dude uh -huh. yeah. like, <laughs> i could do a whole podcast on how awful yeah people are oh, look man i know there's explosion but i need my fucking internet <laughs> yeah. man God damn. Uh, how are we supposed to watch teletubbies right now with our kids what are you gonna yeah. make us be parents pass I mean, yeah it sucks yeah. there was an explosion and people could have been hurt but they weren't i need my internet i need my yeah. cell phone <laughs> fuck how long is it gonna take y'all one woman actually said and i quote <laughs> she's about a 50 something year old woman as best i could tell I don't know shit about no cell phones, but hell, I could have done fixed this shit in three days. Y'all need to get it together. That's a, that's a, that is a exact quote. You so. can't argue with her. She's probably right. She's I told her, I said, well, capable. let me, I have your information here. Let me run it up to the uh, corporate the bosses and yep. they will fly you in and you can knock this shit it's out. Be done with it. And you will be a national hero or at least no a shit. southern hero because yeah, no I mean, you're talking five states affected Dude. by that. But it's been anyway. it's been outrageous. It's this whole this it's crazy how people will react to just losing as simple something as simple as a cell phone for three to four days. Like people were like legitimately upset. It ruined people's Christmas. Oh, like, dude. dude, come on. It, yeah. So uh, our friend Cedric Peterson says, "Hey man, how's it going, Cedric? Good to hear uh, from you, buddy." And of course, our pal. Hold my beer, Hanson. Joined our quarter.com. That's yeah. right. So, uh, before we get to that topic, let's go on and bring our first guest in right now. A good friend of mine for many, many years, Coach BT, Brian Trammell. How you doing tonight, buddy? Hey, Welcome Gene, Charlie. How the hell is it going, guys? Good. Good. Hey, how are you? Gene knows I work in technology too, and I can't say where I work, but uh, I used to work for DirecTV, and my favorite story was uh, I told someone they weren't going to get their service up for for three days, and the guy actually said, "I may kill myself." <laughs> so that's okay. how important television is to people, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think, we I think I just accidentally kind of said 
where I work. I didn't well, okay. <laughs> let me just let us, Brian. Let me address this real quick because um, suicide is not a laughing matter, guys. And we don't ever talk about it on this show ever. It's not a joke. It's it's we don't ever 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 made that right, Gene, because that unless, would get you. Unless, unless it's Chris Cronk, then <laughs> go ahead. It's your game. Get it, it over, okay. buddy. <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, so we put the graphic up at the beginning of the show last night. Um, while we had no cell phone, we did have uh, our, our Wi-Fi and Internet was working. And as me and uh, Rose Jackson were sitting here watching TV, I was scrolling through my phone and was like, wait, what did that say? And backed up and uh, saw where Brody Lee had passed away and was just dumbfounded. And, uh, you know, based on his age and, and what I thought his health was. I was afraid that that could imply something like what you were just talking about. Um, but no, in fact, his wife did come on and confirm that he had a non COVID related COVID. lung issue uh, that they ended up taking his life. So, uh, you know, I've heard something else too about this. Uh, and it was just speculation that he did have COVID and got over COVID. Uh, and then the lung thing was it? He didn't have COVID when he died, but it might have been what contributed to his death. So I, Bruce Mitchell from Pro Wrestling Torch uh, reported that today. So we may see something like that come out. Uh, Lance, uh, my co-host there at Cool Kids Countdown, he actually messaged me uh, and said he thought it was the worst. You know that it was it may have been suicide, uh, but you know, guys got two kids. I hate it. It broke my yeah. heart, man. Yeah. By all accounts, uh, this one of the, the great guys in the business um, and not somebody you've ever heard anything bad about. Um, and not that it makes it any better when there's, you know, people yeah. that pass away that people have gripes with. But I'm just saying, by all accounts, very solid guy, a great father. Um, and I enjoyed what I had seen of the stuff he was doing in uh, AEW. And I think... You know, at one point, the Dark Order was in the toilet, and I think he did a lot to bring it out and turn it in a, you know, a positive direction to something that could eventually yeah. get over, and I guess was getting over, because I know John Silver has a ton of fans now that seem to spin from once uh, the, they started getting over on being the elite and everything. So, again, just a an awful story, and uh, we really, really hate condolences, to hear it. Condolences to his family, all of them. Anybody who knew him, friends, I've had uh, – I had a like a sudden death also whenever through the wrestling business and it's not easy. It's 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 a weird thing for a couple of weeks because you don't like but in this business you don't talk to everybody every day. It's so like you might talk to once a week or something like that and then for them just to not, you know, you have to see their 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 wife or their kids in in a funeral home. It's just it's 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 a weird situation. It's not something that anyone should ever have to go through and condolences to all those guys. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to keep themselves occupied and just kind of push through this. Cause time's the only thing that's going to make this easier. He's the Bobby Eaton. I mean, you just see everything on Twitter. I mean, and not only now, but when, when he was alive, no one would say a bad thing about this mm -hmm. guy. So, I hate it. I really hate it. Yeah. 41 years old. I mean, you know, and you question, I question still, why the hell am I here? And a guy 41 years old, <laughs> you know, you think things I'm 54, but you, you come, it come a realization that, you know, that you're put on this earth for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get too deep, Gene. 
Uh, but, uh, <laughs> hey, it's, you know, I, I'm here. Dope. I'm here to to promote my podcast. So that's cool. my reason to be in, on, on uh, this earth. So, but that's the reason you start thinking about that. Forty one years old and having those kids. That's the main thing. And I hope AEW, uh, you know, chips in and helps as much as yeah. possible. And um, and also Vince McMahon, uh, you yep. owe him. You owe him for <laughs> for the work that he did for yep. you. And and I hope uh, hope we see some stuff from Vince to to jump in and help. Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, and, and you know, uh, I don't know if either one of you guys ever listened to uh, Arn Anderson's podcast uh, that he does with Conrad Thompson, but every time that anyone has, has messaged or asked, um, who in the modern era do you think is the best worker and the most underutilized worker WWE has had or across the board, he is always, always, mm-hmm. always uh, put over uh, Luke Harper slash Brody Lee for all the work he did in WWE and everything he's done since he's come to AEW. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty high praise coming from a guy at the level of Arn Anderson. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, all right, Brian, let's talk about it. You have yeah. the uh, Shooting the Shiznit podcast, which um, – well, let's just let's just start there. We'll get around to what all that in, in, entails, but uh, tell us a little bit about the podcast, how it started, when it started, and uh, what it's all about. Well, we actually started it in 2008 when we had um, the WrestlingRideOnline.com. You helped out with that, and we started out. Then when I dropped the website, uh, we came back. It'll be four years in February. We put out two episodes a week. Uh, I started it out just one episode a week shooting a shiz and you just come on. I just, I usually don't prepare anything. <laughs> I just come on for 30 minutes and just talk to someone that I've never met before or someone I've been knowing forever. Uh, and so it, 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 you have different dynamic with that. Sometimes you get, uh, you know, a big pause or you can't, or here's the big thing about getting people all over the United States. They don't understand time zones. So yeah. that that is one of the worst things is trying to get a guest and and um so we try to get a guest, try to get a guest, and then I came up with the idea I'm gonna throw all this shit up against the wall and see what works. I got Gene, you doing one show, I got Lance doing a couple of shows. Uh you know, what shows are gonna be something that I don't have to rely on a guest? And so we put that show out on Saturday and on Wednesdays we try to put a shooting assistant out. So backing up a little bit to the website, Wrestling Riot Online, which before that had been a newsletter. Um, right, back right back in the day when uh, you could <laughs> a newsletter. It was a uh, pocket newsletter. It was a fourth of a sheet of paper, uh, and we put it out. We had like three hundred and fifty subscribers, uh, and it was you know you had the Wrestling Observer. Uh, I was there when the Wrestling Torch started. He sent out a free photograph to everybody. So that's how you, he got you. Uh, and then all the old newsletters would swap with you. If you had a newsletter, they would actually uh, swap newsletters with you. So here I was getting all these big newsletters. Uh, and of all kinds, of, there was a there's a thing called Fact Sheet 5 where you could list your newsletter, a fanzine, whatever you want to call it. And if you sent one to them, they'd send you one back or vice versa. And the worst thing I ever got was some kind of molesting children <laughs> newsletter that wanted to swap and send me 
I get this newsletter and I start looking through it and you know they make this big thing this is just fantasy it's not it's, <laughs> oh we're just God. talking about fucking young kids you know uh, I'm sorry no um, you're good <laughs> that was the strangest thing that I ever got and just it just scared me to death I just went and threw it away I was like oh man I don't want to be on her mailing list kind of thing but yeah we started doing that I I got married uh, opened a business and said man I can't do this newsletter. Uh, and then we came back with the website. So I thought when I came back with the website, I'd be the Dave Meltzer of Memphis area and smarten a, a lot of people up. And I think we kind of did smarten people up. They didn't have any idea what ring psychology was. And I had a bunch of people who didn't even know what kayfabe meant. So it was you really were, strange. It was you really were strange. the Dave Meltzer of the Memphis area. And it, and it was funny, like at, in their time, at the time that it was going on, um, you know, I was told that there was plenty of times that like Corey Macklin would comment about what you had put in the, on the website the week before and you know, what's Trammell going to say about this and that, which I think's hilarious, you know, uh, that this, this little website that, that you were doing. And, and you know, Corey was Corey, one of the funniest stories with Corey is I had this little, I had this guy, he was 16 years old that, that read my website. He would send me, uh, results and spoilers. And Corey walks into, because I put on the website as it was happening, Naughty by Nature is the clowns now. This is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> While it was happening. So he goes into the dressing room and tells everyone, who the hell is talking to this Trammel guy? Tell me, <laughs> tell me. I know it's somebody here. Somebody's texting him right now, blah, blah, blah. But it this wasn't. This is ridiculous. Anybody. Yeah, it was It was some kid in, in the crowd. Um <laughs> And you didn't, you didn't know the reach. Like we had like 2,200 people coming every day, uh, but you don't really know who's reading. You just know they're from the Memphis area. Uh, Brian Christopher had an incident and, uh, and Jerry didn't call me, but he called Derek King and said, Hey, get a hold of Trammel and ask him if he know where the hell Brian is. And I just wrote a story. I didn't have any idea where Brian was, uh, <laughs> But uh, it's just one of those things where they were reading on a daily basis. And you didn't really know in, until I quit, I guess, that it meant so much to people. that They really they got pissed when I said they had a one-star match. And, and they, you know, they uh, wanted everybody to jerk them off if I said they had a five-star match. So it, it's just, it was really strange. Have you ever been, like, have you ever been confronted at a show? Like, if, I'm assuming oh. you go to, I was about to say, have you ever been confronted yes, and been like, yes, you, yes. you have no idea what you're talking about, sit out somewhere, like, I'm assuming. I had, when I started reading kayfabe sheets back in the day, I thought I knew everything. So, I wrote a bunch of bad stuff about Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> and so, Jerry brings me backstage and tells me what a piece of shit I am, and that the only athletic thing about me is my feet. <laughs> Uh, he even does an interview on what's called Cassette Wrestling News, and I still have not been able to find the interview, but he shoots a promo on me. That's like a word <laughs> promo, but but he makes everyone think he's shooting on me and everything. Yeah. And then I see him, like, after he almost punched me in the face, I see him, like, six weeks later, and he's like, how's it going, Trammell? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I, I was just working, man. It's just, But, yeah, we had a guy in Mississippi, and, you know, I'm sitting here trying to think of his name. And Gene, you'll probably remember it was, man, I don't know. He Irrelevant. In, in, in a dressing room wanted to fight me because <laughs> I wrote a big story about him stealing sodas out of a refrigerator. Or uh, was it Tony Watts? It was Tony. It was Tony. Yep, that was it. 
That sounds about right. I had rode with Psycho for about, uh, uh, I guess, about four and a half hours. We walk in the dressing room. I say hello to everybody, and Tony, and Tony's trying to fight me. So <laughs> it's funny. I've never, I've never told Scott Hensley, but he started a a little angle between uh, Noah Tall, his character online, and Whitey Jenkins, this guy I know. And uh, it was about Whitey Jenkins stealing a 12-pack of Dr. Thunder from the last <laughs> wrestling event. I keep meaning to tell him, like, you know, that's the thing that like, really happened, sort of, in a few years. What <laughs> happened was that they had two people doing the promotion, and Tony was accused of opening the refrigerator and stealing food out of it when they weren't at the wrestling. So, and I actually reported that. Apparently, it was true, so it made it even worse. <laughs> made it even worse, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when they really get mad. Now, here's two... <laughs> Two of my favorite things that I remember from the website, and this is when I learned you had to be careful your quotes when you tell Brian something. So Brian had said, I guess I'm saying this to Charles and whoever else is listening. So Brian, <laughs> at the top of the website, he had put, so on Wrestling Ride, he had different writers. He had me and him and Sal Corrente and uh, Dustin Starr was writing at one time, I think, maybe, or I don't know. Yep, yeah. several Poker people. face. Poker face. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to get a schedule together, kind of like what Meltzer had. So at the top of the, the page, he had put Monday, BT, Tuesday, Dustin Starr, Wednesday, Sal Corrente. Well, he had messaged me, and I was at work and severely aggravated. And he's like, hey, what day are you putting your your uh, are you putting your column out? And I go, I, man, whenever the hell I can. I don't know. <laughs> and so it literally said for months at the top of the website, Monday, BT, Tuesday, Dustin, Wednesday. And then it said, Gene Jackson, whenever the hell he can, <laughs> was literally on the website, which I thought was hilarious. And I thought, yeah. all right, make sure I'm uh, whatever I say, I want it out there because he's going to yeah. say it. The other yeah. favorite part of the, well, I say that jokingly, favorite part. So each year, um, oh, we started putting out an annual or a yearbook, rather. It had the year in awards in it, and it had pictures from all across the uh, area had results and a lot of the columns Wait, we let me say something Gene. this okay. is something that's never been done never in this area has somebody put together a book about this area let me say that first and you can also still get them on amazon.com just search my name uh but go ahead tell me what you liked about the year <laughs> well okay so to his point first time half of these guys only time ever the uh, most of these guys are in a are published in a book they're on amazon other than maybe being in like the bama busted or whatever mississippi calls their thing where people get arrested and their picture gets <laughs> so i'm thinking most of these guys are going to mark out for having their picture and their stories about them in the book they start bitching at BT saying they ought to get a cut of whatever he makes off of them because their picture is what's selling the book. And you had 20 or 30 guys talking shit about, BT owes us money for having yep, our picture in that right. book. And it's some picture that, you know, Tia Blaylock or somebody took the show. It's I was about like, to say. It's not like they own the picture yeah. to start with. And they, they and probably it, took it and put it on a flyer or took it and put it out there and they were selling at their gimmick table illegally also and not giving any credit. And so. there's guys to this day, if you mentioned the, hey, remember the old Wrestling Riot yearbook? That goddamn BT owes me money. <laughs> like he's sitting on a pile of money right now from thousands of books. That podcast money. That podcast yeah. money. I did. I pretty much uh, lost money on every yearbook except the last one. And we did, uh, I, I dropped it down to $10 and, um, 
God, I sold a shitload of those books. I just, uh, I hit what I would do as a tour every year and go to different places. And at $10, that I mean, I made close to a thousand dollars on that book in seven, seven trips. So that was profit, pure profit. And I was like, man, this is, this is next year I'm doing 10. And then I didn't even do one. That year. So, but $10 seemed to be the point that it took me like, you know, four years to decide it. That's what it was. But, but yeah, I mean, you had so much controversy. I'd give wrestler of the year. I had, uh, I had Rodney Mack pull me to the side. Me and Rodney are friends. We've always been friends. He pulled me aside. How the hell did he beat me for wrestler of the year? <laughs> And I'm like, Rodney, you know, here's this guy who could just, you know, demolish me and whip my ass. And I was like, dude, you know, it was voted on. Legit vote. I legit <laughs> voted. And if you voted twice from the same IP address, I would just subtract it. So it was as legit as you could get. Because people, you know, you'd see somebody's number go up. Uh, Austin Lane, let me say. Uh, his number go up really fast. And then you'd look at the IPs and there was a lot of people, one person voting for Austin Lane. You know? So <laughs> I just give him one, uh, one vote and it was legit. It was as legit as I could get it. Just put it that way. You could vote multiple times, but you'd have to be at a, you had to be sneaky. If you were smart, you could, you know, change your IP every time to vote, but who the fuck would want to do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta really want your name want on that, that rookie of the website. year. <laughs> Yeah, Psycho. But, Psycho's one of my best friends, um, and he got mad because they didn't win Tag Team of the Year one year. Wouldn't buy a yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> he was, not supporting he, you. He was one of the reasons that I actually did the yearbook. He was like, "Hey, you know, this is an idea I had." Blah blah blah. And another guy did too. And so I started doing. It, and he goes, "No, I don't want a fucking yearbook this year." <laughs> I'm like, is okay. it, Am I wrong in thinking? I know, like. Maybe not in all of them, but I know the last couple, you know, Mark James started contributing some things to the book, you know, like for the some of the awards and some of the like classic Memphis stuff. Is that where his book writing started? Did he have some books out? No, already he had or? some books first. Uh, okay. He actually is the one that gave really the whole idea came from uh, a guy by, by the name of Tank, who's no longer with us in Psycho. They both came up with the idea. And then I, I just ran with it. Mark already had books. I went to him to help me. Um, okay. and it said, Hey, how'd you do it? I learned how to do it. And then, you know, the rest is history kind of thing. Uh, I put one out every year, the winners of the wrestler of the year, tag team of the year always got the covers, uh, ever, you know, I mean, it was just really fun, but it was a lot of fucking work. Uh, but I, there's all kinds of funny stuff about that yearbook. There's people that were not in the yearbook that were pissed. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, there's they that were sitting in how did I not get a photo in a yearbook? And I'm like, God, I don't know. I forgot. Okay. Sorry. But it was. Well, I want it was one next year, and then I want money for it. After yeah. it. I was uh, I was just shocked. I was shocked at, um, I think, mainly that people took the yearbook so serious. But then, like, it, it was like, and, and I talk about Dave, but Dave Meltzer's a friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine since I was like the Memphis snitch back in the day. So if you read a kayfabe sheet in the 80s, I was a snitch. I was the one telling all this stuff. Uh, so so I, I think it's funny when I see all this stuff about Meltzer online because I experienced that personally because <laughs> everyone was upset that I wasn't saying exactly what I should be saying, uh, you know, that uh, I was putting over my friends. And, and then... I was doing the Memphis TV show, and when it when it ended, that kind of was the start of the end of the website because I had to start 
kind of coming up, not really making up stories, but I had to decide what are we going to talk about, you know? Yeah. Well, because that was the the, the very start the of, the, of yeah. the of the yeah, everything kind of spun off of that. And then it seemed like everybody in the area were all that was kind of their goal was to get on Memphis TV eventually. So everything hinged on that. And when that wasn't a thing anymore, it's kind of like, all right, now what? You know, um, so we'll put the you've got it all over the background there, but we'll uh, we'll throw the old logo up there. And so that's the logo for the, the as well as the where you can go find it. stspod.club. All and the course, episodes right there. We like I said, we're taking a break right now. We come back on the second on Saturday with a uh, Cool Kids Countdown. What the fuck news desk? We do a what the fuck every uh, month, and it's the crazy stories of professional wrestling. And and then we we're going to do the top stories on the following Wednesday of the year. We always do that every year. But yeah, the what the fuck's really popular because you wouldn't think you would have ten stories every month on wrestling but uh it's really easy it's like yeah. we usually have about 20 stories of you know when you got a guy like adr who's you know raping people and tying them up and uh, allegedly raping i'm sorry allegedly <laughs> allegedly tying them up I got my uh, attention <laughs> stuff like that you know i mean it's it's easy to do it's really easy to do and it's fun it's so fun that show is me and gene have a really good time uh because we Gene is what, yeah, was really good. Good, uh, because me and Gene has heard all these old guys say, Man, that wrestling was the best back in 1942. Uh, and then we just, I just came up with this idea we're going to watch something and we're going to ask ourselves, Was it really that good? And you'll, if you listen to all those episodes, you'll find out there was a lot of shit back then. I mean, a lot of shit. So there's more there's- that's not. Than, than he is. And I love that show because I mostly only watch old wrestling almost exclusively now. So, you know, except for when Brian gives me like really, really bad, like horse shit to watch. <laughs> like Rosie will walk, walk through and I'll be watching like some shit. You can barely even make out what's on the screen. Like he had me watch some really like 1979 Memphis or something and you can barely see what's on the screen. And Rosie's like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> and I was like, Brian, he's like, ah. She's like, I think he just does that to mess with you. I'm like, that's probably Brian's big rib. It's like, yeah, nobody gives a shit about this. Let's make Gene watch it. Um, <laughs> no, man, Ro- Roxy, you are all in the dude, show this week. Is, like, Smokey. Yeah. Smokey's going to be pissed. You can't drag Smokey in here this week. I was about to say. I guess horrible. he's busy producing. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you thank go. God. Thank there God he is. he's doing his job this time. I'm sorry, Smokey. All right. He ran her off. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so you've got, you got the Cool Kids Countdown. You've got... Is it really that good uh, that you and I do? And so, what are the other shows that make up? Um, we do the What the, the Fuck, and then we do we go, do one called Observing the Observer. It's either an old, an old um, uh, show like kind of like ours, but we go by the old Observer and actually look at the what did Dave give the match? Do we agree? And even new stuff, we'll say because sometimes you you look at the match uh, ratings that Dave gave and said, what the fuck is he thinking? <laughs> you know, this was a great match or that was a shitty match. So we kind of do that, Observer the Observer, and we do um, the what the fuck, any kind of cool kids countdown. We, we do one of those a month where we, and that's how we got started with that, is just count down something. We've got like the top monsters. We got the top uh, me and Gene, didn't you, me and you do something with the top Memphis this? And I, I yeah. had, yeah. yeah. 
And I had Ricky Morton on in October, one of our biggest ones ever to do a Cool Kids Countdown, and we counted down the top 10 tag teams, my favorite top 10 tag teams. And that was like one of my uh, – I've been in the dressing rooms forever. I mean, since uh, – well, I, I broke bread with The Undertaker before he had tattoos. So <laughs> I know – I've known people. I've talked to Paul. You know, Paul Heyman used to be one of our friends in, in a little – so it's not like they I'm starstruck, but it was just uh -huh. so cool sitting there with Ricky Morton. And Ricky was so honest about the tag teams. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean you 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 do a lot of interesting shows. Is there any other shows that you have on STS pod you're forgetting here? I see some <laughs> I see some guys waving in the background over here. Let me see. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh <laughs> hey, yeah. dynamite. Look at yeah. them. Wow. Look at them two. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's up? Hey, how's What's, up? Going? What's up? Uh, we put these on, you know, because we got traditional wrestling masks from the Memphis territory that Josh's grandmother used to make, and the rib is on us because this thing's cutting into my face. I feel like Jody Hamilton <laughs> when you know he'd come on and he's like, "Well, let me tell you something. This mask is about fourteen years older than my face." Nick Mockwinkle, uh, I'll tell uh, you something right now. Yeah. Whoever these wrestlers were, they were fucking small yeah. men. <laughs> yeah, people don't know, but you guys have been sitting in the background wearing these masks for like 20 minutes. I've been, wa I've been watching y'all on a little tiny screen. I'm like, these guys are wearing the fucking mask. They're not even on camera yet. Well, we took them off for a second, and we were like, um, this, this, there's this little thing right here. This is real vinyl, if you don't know what's yeah, stitching. that looks all and, and it's just right across the bridge of my nose where my lip is right it's here. It's a 90s mask. Yeah, it hurts. Like... <laughs> It looks you like you are in the nineties. Well, you got a fucking disco going on back there. <laughs> we did the a dolphin. We thought it'd it's be a funny dolphin. to make this stuff. <laughs> it's a dolphin. It is a dolphin. That's scary. It's a dolphin. It's really scary, guys. They, like they, are, they are live from the Tennessee Aquarium in Chattanooga. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go see the otters. They're my it's favorite. Cost a lot of money to make this happen. <laughs> Production. Yeah. That's what counts. <laughs> yeah, Jody Hamilton's eyes actually managed to stick out past the mask. They were bug out. Yeah, they were uh, yeah. So we're done with it? Yeah, I'm done with that. Okay. Well, I don't want to be like I am. I don't, yeah, don't worry about kayfabe. This is anti-kayfabe. Yeah, I wrestled in a mask for a few years, and man, dude, you know, that just screams back, you know, all the terrible things when I put that on tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had us, yeah they, they had us training in a mask whenever we first started out to not break kayfabe, and that was stupid. It was the worst. It made no sense. It, it made my breathing horrible. I mean, it's just stupid. I, I feel for you guys for that little bit of time y'all had to put it on. Yeah, yeah. It, it was terrible. I mean, and these were authentic. Like I said, like you can see, like yeah. how yeah, like how much. Oh like, yeah, that vinyl is like made out of knife blades. It'll cut like, you. It, yeah, it, yeah. So for the people who don't know, now let's tell everybody what who who these masks are that you were wearing. Uh, well, we don't know. No idea. But, Brian, but I got Brian, knows. Brian, who are those masks right there? I think it was uh, Mass Man number one and Mass Man number two. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, these, were, these were actually made by Josh's grandmother. Josh's grandmother, uh, you know, we talked about this on our show when we had you on, Gene. Josh's uh, uncle was Nightmare Danny Davis. He still is. I mean, they didn't have a fallen out. He's not dead. <laughs> not dead. Uh, <laughs> not in jail. But, but not in prison. Not in prison. He was the good nightmare. 
The one that... <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Uh, come on, Brian. I, I, I love that pitch up there. He had this one. Yeah, yeah this, is true. So, this is true. So his grandmother used to make masks for all the boys. Like, you know, you make one, and what is the wrestlers? They're going to jump right on that. They, oh, yeah. You know, oh, can you know somebody that can make mine? So she used to make masks for, like, everybody. And one of our biggest falling outs was uh, we knew who the Dark Patriot was in GWF. Because Josh's grandmother made the mask. For it the wasn't Dark a we. I couldn't tell you who the Dark Patriot was because <laughs> he, it still wasn't revealed yet. Well, you did K-Fabe, tell me. K-Fabe. You did tell me, and then you got mad at me because I told another one of our friends. Like, <laughs> and I found out. You sold me out, and then I found out. That's why I was mad. Yeah. You broke K-Fabe, brother, not me. But a little throwback to her. Today is her birthday. Uh Oh, yeah, she, she passed away a couple years ago, but yeah, just a little throwback to her as well. But she she did a great job. She made all of my masks when I was wrestling. So cool. good lady, man. Yeah. Good lady. Yeah, I used deductive reasoning to figure out who the Dark Patriot was. I'm like, now wait a minute. He wore the same getup as Nightmare Freddy in Continental with Eddie Gilbert. Right. And now he's in Texas with Eddie Gilbert. And I'm pretty sure I've seen Doug on Memphis TV wearing those tights without the mask. I think it's Doug Gilbert. Well, we were eight. Eddie was booking both places. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite stories about a guy getting the mask, and it was almost like Dusty Rhodes' Midnight Rider. Josh was telling me about a thing that Rip Rogers did in Louisville. The Red Raven. He was the Red Raven. Because he, he still same. wore the Rip Rogers boots. So, yeah. He, and he started talking like this. And, and he, he was come, fucking with the crowd. And it was amazing. And he would come out and he would say, It's not me. It's not me. So, so. If I haven't properly introduced them here, so these are our friends from P3 Radio, Josh Briley and Richard Mulligan, who I know through Brian Trammell. And so uh, how long have you guys been doing P3 Radio? Uh, we've been at it for now about three years. We've known each other, though, just about all our entire lives. You know, we grew up right next to each other. Um, and, you know, we found out his uncle was a wrestler, so I just attached onto that teat and... Uh, Wrote it into a friendship that's lasted now about what thirty four years, something like something that. like that. But we've been podcasting for about three years. It was August of two thousand seventeen. when we started. I was trying to tack on. I was trying to say before we went on the air that Brian's been doing it for seven years, and he corrected me and said <laughs> it was four. But Charles is still amazed that like you've been doing it three, and he's been doing it four. And Charles is like, we're ten episodes in, and I, I almost did, didn't show up tonight. Yeah, you know, I did two like, episodes this week, and just almost went burger. <laughs> Yeah, I had a radio gag. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I had a radio. We were trying to get on a a local radio show here in uh, town, and I had a radio guy when he asked me, he said, well, you've been podcasting. How many shows have you done? I said, I think at the time, I was like, about 80. We're on episode 80 now. And he was like, wow. He's like, most (laughs) most podcasts podcasts only go eight episodes. Eight. I know how to count. Yeah, eight episodes as far as they go. He's like, they put her up. I did, over, I did over 100 episodes in my previous podcast, but it took from 2007 until 2020 to do those 100-something. <laughs> <laughs> spread out many hiatuses a, and all kinds if of that was a, If that was a job interview, you'd have to explain the gaps of unemployment. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would, it would take some time. 
Like, this yeah. is when my internet got shut off those three months. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you don't listen to P3 Radio, look, they pay me to say this, but yeah. it is just like it's just two friends that get together and just talk shit. And they'll talk about news things and wrestling things. Uh, I started listening to them because of the Danny Davis interview. Even though I knew Richard, it was just like one of those things where, oh, they got Danny Davis on here. I'm going to listen. Then I started going back, and they've got an episode. It's Red Savine. Savine? Sovine? Is that it? Red Savine. Yeah, Sovine. And they talk about the song Teddy Bear. Are y'all too familiar with Teddy Bear, the song? I'm sure Charles isn't, but I am. I'm 43. Uh, if you get back there and listen to that song and then let them tell you what that song is all about, and it's two <laughs> totally different things. So, um, and you just get the – there's nothing off uh, nothing off when it comes to them. They talk about everything. Uh, we've heard everything from, you know, jacking off habits to hemorrhoids to um, – yeah. Uh, fights with wives, uh, you know, that's all the same rich, story, too. I mean, exactly. Richard, Richard's yeah. so rich, so uh, Josh, Josh, me and Josh are poor, and Richard's real rich. And he um, literally got a butler tonight, he, he hired a butler, <laughs> and we're probably going to be served drinks during the show, so don't be oh, surprised. Wow, when wow. The guy comes in, gives us a platter, yeah. Yeah, that's the way my, my my background. That's why I'm, I'm just wicked rich too, as you can tell. Yeah, I see that mahogany. Yeah. I see dude, that mahogany. I'm, I'm jelly. Mahogany, dude. He's got like fine yeah. art and some world book encyclopedia. Yeah, it's, back there it's, with it's the Alabama meat. Very very rich yeah, in high class. It's my only fans. Right. That's that's most of it. Is my only fans account. But big money in that. You're a smart man. Hmm. Uh, so has there ever been anybody like so I reach out to a lot of the guests and try to get them booked on here. Is there anybody you've ever reached out to and been like, oh dude, this guy's actually gonna respond and come on the show? Have you ever been surprised by any guest that's been like, Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Very early on. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> within the first ten episodes, it, you'd be surprised. <laughs> All you gotta do is ask. Yeah, you yeah. know, most yeah. podcasts end after eight episodes. I ran out of booking steam after eight episodes. But like our <laughs> Our first couple of episodes, man, we had a uh, our first like interview was a Super Bowl champion that I went to school with. He played nice. for the Saints. Uh, I just threw up a hell mary, and I don't know <laughs> who Summer Sanders was. Summer Sanders, she was inside the NBA. She was an Olympic gold medalist in okay, swimming. Yeah. She yeah. she was on a show in Nickelodeon called Figure It Out. Uh, yep. One of my like honestly, it was a childhood crush of mine. So I was like, I'm just <laughs> going to throw a hell mary. So I threw the hell mary, and she's like, Okay, cool. I'll be on. What time? I'm like. What? <laughs> and then, and then the ultimate was uh, there's a guy out of Tennessee. He's a doctor here, um, and he he's on SiriusXM all the time. He has a show called Weird Medicine on SiriusXM. Uh, he he's basically on Howard sometimes. He was on Opie and Anthony a lot. Uh, but we invited him to a show, and he was like, "Well, why don't you come on our, my show?" So we were on SiriusXM for like 30 minutes one night, nice. you know, and it was just just a really cool thing. It's like, wow, really? You know, okay, yeah, we'll come on. So we had to like try to figure out something. And I think it was just right after the Andre, the giant documentary that came out on HBO. And we were like, 
all right, we're just going to overload this guy and talk about Andre the Giant's dick. <laughs> How big was it? What was it going to so, be? For like 30 minutes on XM on a Saturday night, we talked about Andre the Giant's dick. Could you draw vein out, the blood out of the vein of it? I mean, <laughs> give blood transfusions out of what can be done with Andre's. So, Use it for a lure and a pinch and fishing. Hey, hey, we're going to talk, talk about dicks. Have y'all seen the David Arquette uh, documentary? <laughs> No, no. Have no. you seen it, Gene? I've seen it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I, I mean, did I you didn't. did you see it when he was spraying on the tan and had the little? I was like, good God, we know why he got all these good looking women. So, <laughs> I mean, he he's you know, let me just say the man is large, so he is large. He, uh, great documentary, by the way. So it's, it's not as wrestling. Yeah, it's about wrestling. It is about him being uh, and me and I sent Gene a message. Uh, there is some really carny ass fucking people on that show. Oh, it reminds <laughs> me of people that I know so well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a fun watch. I highly recommend it for a variety of reasons. So on Hulu, and I don't know, it's probably on Amazon Prime also. Yeah, BG, we had a debate before we came on. Are you filming this inside of a strip club? <clears throat> Yeah, there's one that looks like a strip club. Jesus, he's filming in a DJ. Yeah, I mean, you're in a booth. You're in a booth. You guys don't don't say where I work, but y'all guys know this is the kind of background I don't put my stickers up, but I have to use a background like this when I teach classes. So it's just one of those things that I had, Uh, and so I brought it in from where I teach classes. Just brought it, put it behind me. Uh, kind so of thing. So that's how. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> a you teach stripping. So I thought I would go dark too. So. Yeah. Well, like swings. It's nice. I mean, that's not, I'm not trying to be racist or anything. I can <laughs> say I live in Coleman, Alabama. Going dark means something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Saturday night. Char- <laughs> Charlie said, "Shit, there goes our ten. Ten's going to be the max, the number that we get to have on this. This is going to get shut down off of Facebook. So, <laughs> good news. Saying, saying the racist stuff is usually Charles's gimmick. <laughs> no, oh, it's okay. not. Right. No, <laughs> it's not. No." What? Wicked quoted you the other night. That was uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, it's always uncomfortable <laughs> with Uh Yeah. Well, yeah. So, Brian, who have you reached out to for, for an interview that shut you down? Or has anybody oh, shut you down? Oh, man. There's a couple people I'd rather not. Uh, <laughs> I'd, rather not I'd rather not say it was Ethan Page. Uh, um, I'd rather not say that. Or Jordan Grace. I would rather not say it was Jordan Grace. Uh, but that's, believe it or not, that's the only two. I did have, uh, and you could probably help me with this. Who was Ricky Morton's partner? Todd Morton. Todd Robert Morton Gibson. shut me down. He didn't want to come on because of Cape Haven. So. Todd Morton. Geez. Yeah, Todd Morton. He said, uh, read it as if it's real. So I was like, okay, fuck you. See you, later. You, know who, you know who's the only person that ever refused to come on Cheap Heat Radio? I know, but go ahead and tell them. Percy Pringle, because it was called Cheap Heat Radio. Oh. Damn. He's a- oh, I don't believe in breaking <laughs> Kay Fane. His son begged to be on the show, but he wouldn't do it. Yeah, we uh, we had a few people that we kind of wished wouldn't have done the show. Party uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Jenkins. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, no, no. Why did you? We had uh, it, we had the human tornado on. 
um, when we first started going. So you're just going to throw him out there. Yeah, man. why not? I mean, yeah. is he coming back? <laughs> I mean, you'd have to bring numbers. Uh, but he was walking downtown, like walking his grandmother somewhere, and the wind's blowing the whole time. And we were it like, sounded like he was in Hurricane Irene. Yeah. Like, it was bad. <laughs> and we're like, um, well, you know, um, and he just he acted kind of, like it was normal. He was like, "What are you doing?" Right. We finally just asked him after like five minutes. He's like, "I'm walking with my grandmother." That's how we have to get around out here. You know, you need to spend all your time with your loved ones. You know, because you never know how much time they got. You know what I mean? And we're like, "Yeah, but we're doing an interview." But whatever, walk your grandmother. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other one that we we almost blew up before it happened was uh, the other Danny Davis. We had dangerous Danny Davis on. Uh, the heel oh, rip. Shit. And he stood yeah. us up for he, two weeks. <laughs> he was supposed to do it on one date. It ghosted us. Didn't send us nothing. No info, no nothing. We were dealing with his agent. Yeah. And he had a book or something coming out at the time. Yeah. And yeah. he just ghosted us we for like failed. two weeks. And finally, we got in touch with the agent. And we're like, dude, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> I mean, can you get us Brutus? Can you do that? Because uh, Beefcake, he was he was with the same agent or whatever. We were trying to get Beefcake. He was like, hey, you want Dangerous Danny Davis? Sure. And then he, <laughs> he fucked us around. And finally, uh, we did a mock interview. Yeah, we did. Josh played the part of uh, Dangerous Danny. It never made air because we were like, we might still get him on. So for 30 minutes, we ran this man to the ground. <laughs> I'm talking about, I was saying all kind of crazy shit. We, we, said, we, planned on releasing it. Yeah. we planned on releasing it at some point, yeah. and it just never happened. Yeah, I think at one point, we, we had even said that times had gotten so tough that he was eating the insulation in his house just for <laughs> sustenance. And I don't know where oh, it came from. But yeah. <laughs> But other than that, you know, we've had some hard interviews, too. I mean, I know you didn't ask that, but one of the hardest interviews, and it was like, do we want to talk about it? But the hardest interview we ever did uh, was with a guy that we love. Uh, greatest, greatest. One of the greatest wrestlers ever. Probably the, most, the greatest wrestler that we've ever interviewed. Probably. Guys, y'all yeah. did. We had him on our show, and I talked to him for five minutes. That's what y'all should have done. Y'all couldn't get a whole uh, 30 minutes out of this guy. So. Well, we, we talked to him for an hour, and we got maybe 15. There you go. And, and it was beautiful Bobby Eaton. And, <laughs> <laughs> and at, one point, at one point, he goes, I'm very good at this. Uh, y'all want to call me back tomorrow or something? <laughs> we're, driving, we're driving to the mountains right now. We've yeah. had two different guests. Two different guests who are workers that have blamed mountains on their responses <laughs> and like the, the, the silent fights. Could you imagine though the podcast going, Hi everybody, this is Richard Mullican from PT Radio. We're on day two of the Bobby Eight Heaton interview. <laughs> Uh, Bobby, what you got for us today? Give us those three words. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, All right. Had a good time. But the greatest part was it's like, hey Bobby. And Josh, you're gonna be Bobby here. Josh, uh, Bobby, what was your what was your thoughts on working the Midnight Express, working with the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express? What was your thoughts on that feud? I'll tell you what we packed about. We, you know, we, we drew a lot of money. It's pretty good. All right, thanks for going into depth. Uh, we, we just listened to Corny mostly. That's what he said. Yeah. They brought him out as a surprise guest in Nashville for uh, Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone's show, and he was their surprise guest. And poor Conrad, who interviews people, five different wrestlers for a living every week on a podcast for seven hours. 
couldn't get shit out of Bobby. It was always, oh, we just listen to Corny mostly, and you know. Uh, uh, Think about uh, it uh, is that's a fucking shoot. Like I yeah. asked Corny about that. I was like, I talked to Bobby one time, and I asked Bobby this big long question backstage. I said, look. You got this guy coming in and heat. You make this tag. How do you decide who's going to get heat? And then y'all cut them off. When do you cut them off? And blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh, we just asked Corny. And I was like, <laughs> so I asked Corny. I said, Bobby said, he just asked you. He says, well, I was telling him, all right, time to cut him off. And I was just cracking up. I was like, so all those matches was all. And if you'll listen to Cornette do any kind of psychology, you'll know. I had a guest. By the name goddamn of- motherfucker. <laughs> cut this son of a bitch off, motherfucker. I had Action Jackson. Do y'all know Action Jackson? Perry Jackson, he's uh, in Texas. He worked for Memphis Wrestling. I had him on. Uh, I had to get off the phone with him because he answered all the questions yes. So, or no. Uh, And the only reason I got him on is I wanted him to to prove that I took photographs of The Undertaker in a cemetery. And I had took, yeah, because I did. I took pictures of him, and Perry wouldn't go with us. Actually, Jackson there, wouldn't like, go with us. Funeral, he was scared of it. Yeah. So I said, uh, I asked him about it. I said, you were scared about going to the cemetery, remember, when we took those pictures? He goes, yeah. this was his longest response. I wasn't scared. <laughs> I wasn't scared of that. Right. I said, but you do remember doing that, right? He goes, yeah, I remember, but I wasn't scared. And he didn't get out. Of, he didn't get out of the car, so I had to get guest to come on because it was my ego. It was like all I could do as I just want him to say I was with the Undertaker taking pictures in the cemetery, so I could say. I'm the one that got the Undertaker the job. You know, that, I, mean, I can still say that. You planted the seed of the Undertaker a year. That's before. right. That's right. So I did that. I want y'all to know that. So that's my claim to fame. Hey, um, we, we have a fan watching that? from Minnesota. Uh, all right. Thank you, Lynn. Yeah. They're probably getting hit with some snow up there. I don't know why I just went meteorology. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Dave Brown. <laughs> 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 Brought to you by Pro <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave Brown with a <laughs> Yeah, um, I think one of the, you know, if we went back and we wanted to bury just about every interview we've had, like the people that we know, like uh, one of the funniest ones was um, we were doing a tribute show for Brian, Brian Christopher. Uh, you know, I was me and Josh. Well, Josh wasn't really close, but I was close with Brian, you know, and, and we did a we did a tribute show where we had like Jeff Jarrett on. We talked to him about it. We had Josh's uncle on, you know, all these Memphis guys. Well, the funniest one was the day that it, you know, that I scheduled the interview with this guy. I said, hey, do you want to come on and talk about Brian? And he's like, and I, I won't say who it was, but he said, yeah, brother, we'll give it a go. Well, come on there and we'll talk about Brian and everything. It'll be great, brother. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell who that was, <laughs> but, but he comes on and I've known this guy for a long time. He was like actually one of my traders in wrestling and uh, he comes on and we were like, yeah, we're going to talk to you about this and that. Okay, brother. I don't know how many stories I'll have, but we brought together a little bit, but that's all, you know, okay, let's just roll. So we start rolling and 
go, hey, Bill, what did you think? Of oh, shit. Hey, man. <laughs> Where are you there? <laughs> I didn't hey, mean to Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you think about Brian? I don't know him, brother. We didn't ride together. <laughs> He's in the dressing room. I stayed in mine, brother. And then it was like, as soon as it was over, we cut the mics off, and we were like, well, we could probably get something out of that. And he's like, it's a damn shame what happened to him, brother. <laughs> it's like, so, you, know, what, you think they're going to talk about the prison or whatever? And we're like, oh, now you know everything? <laughs> in our interview like it was a deposition or yeah. some shit. It was like, man, we ain't trying to get any kind of leads. We're just trying to talk about it, but, but whatever. He was a fun guy. Like, like I said, he came on when we were really early into the show. And uh, he did a lot of stuff. We've got a few sound bites from him that we use in our show. Uh, he left. Us a, he left us a hilarious voicemail. I mean, and then it was his, his wife checking him, trying to get his phone from him and shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> Let me. He uh, came phone, on my show to say that he used to hate Brian Trammell. So that's what he was nice <laughs> enough to tell me that. I used to hate you. Know, you. You're, you're friends, and he was talking about Kevin Lawler being my friend. You was uh, the wrong friends, brother. Up <laughs> oh, silence. Yeah, I was. Right, gonna, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> all right, Carl. Yeah, I was. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for throwing me that. In, in that okay, is this First where time. I ask about the Christmas? How everybody's Christmas was? That's a. I'll I've got your. Yeah, Doug to take a line or something. I don't know. Me and, me, uh, <laughs> me, and, me and Flint had a bet on how soon you'd go to the. How was your Christmas? <laughs> well, you got it. You got it out of me. Um, no, so so all of you, so all of y'all were professionally like, have y'all all been in the ring at some point? I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. How long? Uh, about how long did y'all stay in the business before? Like, I'm, I'm assuming none of y'all are still in the business. Y'all just. Did I did five for, years. Yeah. I was yeah. in the business five years, so that I was a man. I was a manager. I tried to wrestle. There's yeah. god awful. So I was god awful. <laughs> are you are you implying that any of these guys are not in top notch physical condition? To be uh, I, I don't wrestling right now. I mean, yeah, it's kind I of offensive. You know, it, we're yeah. going to actually review one of my matches next month on our oh, show. Man. Me and Gene are so uh, Gene oh, gets to watch yes. a BT Express match. So a BT Express. Match. Yeah. Can I go ahead and answer now if it was really that good, or we want to wait? (laughs) You can give give a preview, Gene. Give us what you think. Called it an abortion, so he. (laughs) So uh, it depends on your outlook. That might be a positive. Hey, if you want to get a quote from Bill Dundee, bring Dundee on. Let him watch it and see what he said. (laughs) Him in the dressing room door in Corinth. Oh God! I wish that I had a camera on him. Was the funniest shit in the world. Oh my God. When I used to run shows here in uh, my hometown, uh, I would bring Bill in. And, you know, you, you never knew which Bill you were going to get. You could get the happy-go-lucky Bill, uh, or you could get the one that's just pissed at 645. He's like, are we going to go, brother? Are we going to go? The marquee says sit wrestling. It says 7 o'clock. we got to go, brother. It's 645. The national anthem's about to play. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> but, but, yeah, you, you said it right you know, just watching him in the curtain and you could tell if somebody was having a good match or not. Was, oh, brother, well, that was the sheets. I don't know what that was. <laughs> just, and and it was just hilarious to watch him. But he was one of my favorite people to book, uh, you know, when I when I have my shows, because, you know, he just he, was, he had the name and you knew what you were going to get. But it was always entertaining. You know, my favorite one is. Taking a shit off. They just killed the fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
But yeah, to answer your question, I uh, I got into wrestling. Uh, I was in for about twelve years. I started doing some announcing. Uh, I do uh, announcing now for like MMA. I was doing bodybuilding for a while, like oh. announcing, not competing. But that was I, don't know. I do bodybuilding now. Do y'all want? Let me take off my shirt. No, this is PG. Okay. PG. Oh, my, my bad. Bad. Well, you know, that was one of the most boring thing. I mean, it paid really well. Bodybuilding, like sponsors and everything pays really well oh, yeah. but it was like one of the most boring things to go up there and go next up from nashville tennessee competitor number 23 harry <laughs> smith watching flex there he goes now he's gonna do it again there he goes. there's the double bicep all right now number 47 gene smith that's his brother <laughs> gene smith he's also from nashville from a different dad but great genetics on the mom's side, you know. It was just so boring, you know. And MMA is like awesome to commentate on, but wrestling, uh, yeah. I still find myself going back and doing wrestling announcing gigs every once in a while. Uh, I I miss the thing I miss the most about it though is hanging out with the guys in the back. You know, that was my fun thing. You know, I used to when it, when I was wrestling at Ripley when I was about to hang it up, uh, I started bringing my guitar, playing it in the back, uh, hanging out with the guys, me and Poker. Uh, we just go out to his car and drink before our match because it was so sad. Uh, and sometimes the crowd would be down. So it's like, oh, what do you got? Brandy? All right, let's go out there and drink some brandy for our show. <laughs> yeah, I've wrestled Ripley before. I understand that. I've, it makes you want to drink in Ripley. I've been to Ripley. Yeah. Just, uh, Josh? So, I mean, I, I got to train uh, for two summers at OVW before it was OVW cool. yeah. in uh, 95 and 96 that was uh, the summers after my seventh grade year in school and then eighth grade year i was a fucking child and there were grown <laughs> men and um in 1995 um my first summer going to ovw or whatever i don't know what it was i mean i was 12 years old and you know my uncle he was like you know i was telling him hey i'm gonna do this this is what i'm gonna do when i grow up that's that's all there is to it you know and he's he's always trying to you know well, i don't know if you want to do that blah 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 and, you know i'm like oh bullshit you know i didn't say that that's what he said at eight was, yeah but yeah. Uh, <laughs> i remember my like i said my first summer 95 at ovw school it, do you remember uh victor lewis bone crusher lewis from back in the day um yes. black guy big guy um him and a guy did you have yeah. to say <laughs> well i mean, I mean he was on, i mean like, i didn't immediately know who he was talking about when he said that it could have been uh, he was prior. a practicing catholic too yeah big guy <laughs> he, loved metal, he loved metal music and shit like motley Crue was his favorite band it was you know he wore cowboy boots and shit it was awesome what are you trying to say it was out of character uh, whatever <laughs> let me get out of frame yeah. hang on let me get out of frame yeah. for this <laughs> it was him and the guy that was doing a, a general gimmick, I don't know, it was some kind of Sergeant Slaughter ripoff, and like five other guys, they beat the hell out of me. And it was just during class one day, they took me and they fucking, <laughs> you know, Victor Lewis legit splashed me. I mean, like, there was no working in it. He legit tried to smear me on the mat, and they beat the piss out of me for like 30 minutes one day. And after it, my uncle, he, he was sitting on the bleachers or whatever. It was on Mechanic Street, the, the first school that he ever had, that tiny little fucking, you know, 20 by 20 room or whatever it was. And he said, Josh, do you want to be a wrestler now? And I'm, I'm, I'm beat to, you know, I'm beat to shreds and shit. I'm like, yes. And then, <laughs> It was a road warrior pop from the boys. They were, oh, 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 my God. 
God, they thought, you know, they're going to deter me or whatever. And then I got to go back in 96 and he, he had moved schools or whatever. It was a bigger operation. It was pretty cool. I got to do matches with them and in a, a trailer park trash of old Frank or whatever. Uh, that was like the biggest guy that was in classes at that point or whatever. I mean, he's a super cool dude. And uh, did you get to referee Rock did you get to meet Densmore before he was mentally challenged. Yes, I did uh, <laughs> security with Densmore in nineteen. Uh, it was nineteen ninety six, and uh, he was still in school or whatever. But I never took a class with him. Like he never right. was there when I was there for that month or whatever. Maybe he did it at different times. But uh, I remember like. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I should say this, but I've told Richard this story. I, I told Richard this story when I was 13 years old. I thought Nick Dinsmore was the coolest motherfucker I'd ever met. <laughs> I, we were in, a, it was Bedford, Kentucky. Show me on uh, the Iron Sheik where he touched you. No, no, no. <laughs> we, were, we were in Bedford, Kentucky at a, like a little right spot here, show. Right here. My uncle did two spot shows a week. Like two spot shows a week and then like the, the thing at the school at the end of the week or whatever. And Bedford, Kentucky was one of them. It was like this gym and, and shit. Like it was awesome. I used to get to go and play basketball and shit before we set up the ring. It was cool. And uh, Nick, he was doing security that night or whatever. And like my uncle, he was like, look, you're going to be doing security with Nick. Just sit with him and do whatever he says. Like, okay, cool. And I remember the, like the first thing, cause I'm like 13. I don't know how to, you know, engage with grown people or whatever. He was probably like 19 or 20 at the time. And I said, so Nick, what'd you do today? Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and he was like, well, had sex twice. <laughs> and then he like, he went in, you know, he was like, yeah, and then, you know, I did this, this, and this, and this. But I remember calling home. I called home that day and I was like, you'll never guess what this dude just said to me. I mean, like, it, it was the biggest thing of, about it that day. And I remember calling and telling Richard or whatever, and you know, but uh, eventually I, I never did any kind of like shows or anything. I took class with the boys and that was it. And uh, in 2006 in Brownsville, Tennessee for TIWF, old Randy's promotion, uh, Richard was working in like um, he was he, he was Ricky Ray Dudley or whatever for a while. Because he looked like oh. one of the Dudleys. He looked like Bubba <laughs> Ray Dudley. Do not do really now. <laughs> he oh, was yeah. Ray Dudley for a while. And he it was the first night that he was changing back to his Max Corbin gimmick. And um, the dude that was supposed to wrestle him didn't show up or whatever. So he convinced uh, Randy or whatever. He's like, I know this guy. He's my best friend or whatever. convincing. There was nobody that was really trained there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, just going, I'm just going by what you told hey, me. I got to go. Cool. He's very personal friends with Nick Dinsmore. They share secrets. <laughs> yeah. He knows Nick Dinsmore had sex in 94. <laughs> Indeed. Twice. Twice. But, uh, but, He's my hero. Uh, so I, I got to wrestle that night with Richard. And it, it was awesome. We had, you know, it was the shits probably. But I, mean, I tried to break his neck. Uh, <laughs> went in there to take liberties, you know. <laughs> no, he only no. gave it two stars, but you know. You know what was odd about that night that I remember? Uh, Josh's uncle was in town. <laughs> yeah, he was at my grandma's at for his a family gathering. And before we left, he looked at me and said, "Y'all be careful out there tonight." Like, and he was not happy about this. That <laughs> I was taking Josh to go wrestle, and I was like, "Yes, sir." So yeah, there would have been no liberty if, if he would have gotten hurt. I would have just oh. had to move. You know, I wouldn't have been able to live where I currently lived 
if, if Josh would have got hurt that night. So, but it was a good time. Well, thankfully he didn't. Thankfully. Josh's story <laughs> reminded me when I was 11 years old, that guy across the street, the, uh, oh wait! Now that wait, what you were talking no, about. I, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, Charles. All kinds of wrestling pictures for it. <laughs> yeah, something about yeah. Go ahead and bring that figure up, and, and I'll show you where he touched me. So. <laughs> did you have your shirt off like this figure did? <laughs> Is this what you look like with your shirt? Maybe off? Yeah. Uh, there was. So he made Ryan humble. There was something <laughs> off, but it wasn't my shirt. So there we go. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you know, it was funny about that whole deal. Like I had to kayfabe who I was because I, I would do concessions or I'd run the, the ticket thing or I would do like, a, you know, other shit. But my uncle always told me, he said, never tell anybody who you who you are. You know, just just keep it as you're, you're, you're just kin to somebody, whatever. I guess he thought they would try to, you know, manipulate me into like telling them shit or whatever. But uh, for a long time. The people in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, thought I was referee Robert Briscoe's son. <laughs> I tell you what, he took that advice to heart, too, for the longest. He'd get in trouble in school because he wouldn't even answer to his name for role. He's like, I ain't giving this up. Oh, Briscoe. Hey, hey, John's late to the party. He wants to know who your uncle is, Josh. Dangerous Danny Davis. <laughs> yeah, Dangerous Danny Davis. No, Nightmare Danny Davis. <laughs> okay. John used to take some awesome pictures back in the day for us, too. Uh, when we were wrestling in Ripley, Tennessee, and Brownsville, and a few other places, he used to take some awesome pictures. Every once in a while, I see one pop up in my timeline, and I'm like, "Ooh, that was in the period I wasn't running a lot, and uh, I really like cheese." So, hey, Josh, Josh sounds like the bad boy Billy Adams of that place. I don't, people in Alabama can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Over in Boaz, there's a guy named Bad Boy Billy Adams, and he would run the concession stand. He would sell the tickets. His music would play. He would come out of the concession stand, get in the ring, have a back, <laughs> roll out, go back to concession stand. With the same broken hands he was just wrestling with and hand you your hot dog and your – He had he had the cops show up, and he wouldn't give his real name because he didn't know his real name. Like, hey, man, the, I'm that guy. <laughs> Tennessee version. <laughs> oh, I hope not for your sake, man. I hope not. <laughs> You're hey, you <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, well, what another awkward silence. Brian, you've been awful quiet, man. <laughs> Tell us some of your great wrestling stories, Brian. No, what? No, I, you <laughs> know, uh, <laughs> I try to tell my story a while ago, but y'all don't want to hear about what happened I wanna, to me when I, I'm left. Brian don't like telling wrestling <laughs> That's not wrestling. You see, That's... you see, he perked up the first time the word dick was mentioned earlier. He's like, hey, hey, dicks. hey you can, you can <laughs> have, if you say dick, there's so much joking going on. I mean, you can use it for everything. So it's like coal. You know, you can even say, if you say uh, ass, it's not really vulgar. But if you say asshole, that just sounds really nasty. No, I mean, no, even is, with Gene, Gene Hole. If you say Gene, Gene Hole, hole. that even sounds. Charlie Hole. Oh, Charlie, Charlie Hole. hole. Oh. That sounds funny. People, people, people throw Hole behind Charlie's name quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't mention Charlie's Hole because then the wrong people will start popping up. It's just not the conversation. I sent the well, guys a picture the other day. Yeah, I was going to say, by the way, uh, does does my boss thank you, Gene? And y'all's balls? Does y'all boss think 
thank me? Your boss have to thank me. Yeah, our, Do you want me to kayfabe you or like two? <laughs> well, that's going to good, – good job, Brian, because you know that's going to require some explanation. We're not going to leave that hanging there. Well, I had to do my promo code. Uh, Manscaped.com, promo code STSPOD. Uh, I appreciate that. They're one of our sponsors. And uh, – and 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 Richard likes to come on my wet well my my show that we do when I'm not there he talks about my asshole a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a uh, some of that got edited for the non Patreon. No, no, no. I never did Patreon. That, so I never Go listen that. to the Patreon version, which is I'm trying to sell you some Patreon sales here. Let <laughs> me help you. Well, yeah, you yeah. Brian, Brian, Brian will talk to you for 15 minutes after the show's over. Yeah, we're not recording, and we'll talk in the next show the Patreon episode. <laughs> Bury everybody under the fucking sun. Yeah. Hey, I've got edited from out of the Patreon before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. some Jerry Lawler stuff off the Patreon. So. Damn, we edited off Patreon. You said some foul shit. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just wondering though, BT, if you started with that story and no one laughed, the one about what happened to you, would it weird you out if we were just like got real quiet? It's like, yeah, continue. <laughs> just talk to us about it, man. Maybe on y'all's Patreon, not on, oh, not on Patreon. Right. <laughs> not on Facebook. The guy across the street, so. he was he was white. I just want to tell you, he was white. <laughs> no, it's not a, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Not on Facebook. Patreon. Well, it does mind, if they're it. still looking for him. I mean, he could be at large. That's, That's a good indicator of who he is. There's a lot of Victor Lewis's out there, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to throw him off the trail. <laughs> Protecting his molester. That a boy. <laughs> Is that what got cut out of the Patreon? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that might have something to do with what got cut out of the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it was the bad nightmare. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I can't. I can't say uh, Never mind. Wow. Oh. So yeah, I got a, a manscape set for Christmas and uh, nice. Thank you, uh, thank you, Brian. And fine people at Manscaped, it's, it's doing a good job. Um, I'd show you, but this, you know, it's you mean <laughs> early CG. So <laughs> thank you, thank oh, you so on. much, Chief. No, no, <laughs> Smokey <laughs> won't allow it. Smokey, please help me with this. John, down. <laughs> John says, "Game Good update: God. Green Bay nineteen, Tennessee zero. Are they playing? Are they playing baseball or <laughs> sports ball? Yeah. They doing? Sports ball. Doesn't understand sports ball. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch any of the sports balls. It's cricket, bro. Road tie. Yeah, <laughs> not even them. Yeah, I, I was just wondering, do we have a big enough sample size for the manscape stuff yet? I mean, has anybody used it more than once? Does anybody have naturally?" Fast growing pubic hair. <laughs> I had a I had a beard earlier, so yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess you can use it on that too. I, well, so, that's, so, that's, that's what my, you're supposed my, to use it for. That's my <laughs> reservation with it. I, I started using it on my uh, my neck, and it started hanging my hairs, and I was like, "Well, I can't use it anymore," so I just put it down. <laughs> 
So I was like, you're supposed to put the guard on it, guys. If you don't put the guard on it, you're it's kind of scary. So this let me say that. So So Charles the other day shaved his entire head. He had a big head of blonde hair this time last week. Show the picture. Do you have the art? Do you have the Shawn Michaels picture? uh, Yeah, let me show you his this is is me last week. His favorite. (laughs) Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Brian, a lot Brian's of photos. That came later. But, <laughs> him and his neighbor. I'm using for oh. promo. I'm gonna have you on the show. So, <laughs> so I, I get a, I get a picture a few days ago of just a pile of blonde hair <laughs> with no no context. It's just a picture of a pile of blonde hair, and I'm like, oh, so BT sent you a manscape. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long COVID. Okay. <laughs> 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 we joked that we were going to start braiding it like British Bulldogs hair in the 90s. Corporate <laughs> <laughs> in it and stuff. <laughs> Smokey so, is not well, enjoying this conversation. Our sensor has <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, this went off the rails, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't take long for no. B3 radio stuff to go off the rails to talk about like dick and shit jokes really quickly. So we're sorry we hijacked the yeah, show. I, I listened to an episode when Brian was on here a while back, and I was laying in bed and was about to go to sleep and listen to it, and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, our episode was nothing like this. No. Wow. Yeah. Like, I have to uh, up to now. Is that what yeah, we were talking ever... about, ghosts? We were talking about ghostesses, as my uh, former... Uh, sister-in-law called them. She had ghostesses in her house. So. <laughs> That's more than one ghost, guys. That, That's more not, than one ghost. Like you think, it, BT. Seriously, like Richard's not playing that shit up. Like he, he for real doesn't believe, and he thinks anybody that does believe that. is a moron. That's that's what he believes. No, I don't think that they're morons. I think they have the right to believe what they want to believe. <laughs> I just want to say so I had to come on I, and defend Josh. I had to defend Josh because I had seen well, it's bullshit. Videos, so. yeah. Yeah. Guy that you got a guy that was probably in a diabetic coma and an alcoholic over here. That, that, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm perfectly healthy. I'm perfectly healthy, and I've seen several ghosts. Exactly. They're Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if I need to show that picture. Gene, show them the picture one more time. Show them how healthy yeah, yeah. it is. Well, if it's a real basketball, it's not going to be anything. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is on ROH TV looking like nice. <laughs> looking like, like death. One in the eye. <laughs> They're like, uh, Charles, how did you get booked? I'm like, did you see that freaking picture? <laughs> uh, never mind. I can't make a Patterson joke yet. It's too early. Oh. <laughs> almost did the same move. Yeah, I we, know you did. I know who you want to say. The same Patreon. The same yeah, Patreon. We can't yeah. edit that well, out later. We can't. Yeah, he he yeah. will listen to the show sometimes, and probably. He finds out we're showing that picture. He'll listen. There. Watch <laughs> he'll turn the sound off. But yeah. He'll watch it. Shout out to Bill Barons, wherever you are. I hope you had a good match. Oh, never mind. All right. You're never going back to Ring of Honor again, pal. Damn. God damn it, pal. Yeah. Better, better, better. Hey, man. Uh, Bill's always been very helpful for me in my career. Never, never anything in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Gina. Look, look, if he's going to check the front. You said it. I said it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was waiting for it, Gene. That's the worst part about it because I know it's got a bit brought up. I just wait for it. Hey, Bubba Cagle was the first one to speak. Bubba, that Bubba. The show. I did not. Yeah. Look, I'm I so not, glad my microphone wasn't working. Yeah, it's, it's it's been known for a while. Anybody who doesn't know me finds out real quick. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, see, Wicked Nemesis has heard it. So hey, he's... Wicked. All right. All right, guys. So. Uh, yeah, I figure Whitey Jenkins would be willing to come on your show and talk about ghosts sometime too. Oh man, please, please definitely have to that's, have him back. That's on. one he's guy I can't get on the show. I can't get Whitey yeah. Jenkins to even show well, he up. Said he's, he said he's more than more. I mean, he just sent me a text. He's more than willing to come on and talk about the spook. <laughs> well, I, <assume laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hi <laughs> right, guys, it's been a good episode. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know about that guy. I don't know. I can only assume. That's what about. Well, thanks to Jeez the sponsors like, that we had. I appreciate it. Yeah, Jeez, like, wait, y'all didn't y'all didn't promote your show. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. so, if anyone's left now, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what he meant. By that, I all right. So, hit us with the hard sell here. On, on uh, let, let's uh, BT was on first, so we'll go to P3 radio first. Y'all, how can we how can we find your show? Where can we find your show? All that good stuff. Well, you can find our show the same way you find BT's over here. Uh, you go, you go to SoundCloud, you go to uh, Stitcher, Google Play iTunes and type in P3 radio, all one word. We come out every week. We haven't missed a week yet. Uh, we have some kind of content that's been out every week for the past three years, whether it be something that we've had to patch together on the fly, or we just done multiple episodes. Uh, if you listen to some of those early episodes, you can tell by the end of episode two, which one was recorded second, because usually when we did these first episodes, we were drinking heavily <laughs> um, hanging out, so it started out. Welcome to P3 Radio. <laughs> so go back and listen to not some of the old ones, but go back and listen to some of our interviews, like he said with Danny Davis, uh, Nightmare or Dangerous, either one. Uh, we even had Gene Jackson here, even had him on. We've had uh, BT on. Uh, we've had a lot of guys on. Go back and listen to that. Same way you listen to BT show, it's P3 Radio, all one word. And on Twitter, we're at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, Pop Poncho, you see our profile picture, and uh, we got an old school number that you can text or leave a voicemail or whatever. Yeah, you can break call it if you want. We don't care. 731-300-6675. 731-300-MORK. Rose Jackson wanted me to ask, why is it called P3 Radio? Uh, P3 Radio is a tribute to... Um, both of our grandfathers, you have Pop, which is what we call my grandfather. You have Poncho, which is what his grandfather called him. So Pop Poncho Podcast, B3 Radio. There we go. I knew there had to be a story. That's why. <laughs> she asked me. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. You, just, you just did the whole, I don't know. We just threw something together. <laughs> We're trying to compete with uh, Denmark. To make yeah. Them yeah, there's a Denmark radio station called P3 uh, and pisses me for off. the longest we thought we were just over in Scandinavian countries, but apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently that radio station is pretty, pretty popular. They love dig jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, BT, give us the hard sell for the yeah. OSPod.club. 
Yeah, stspod.club, and I got it because uh, instead of .com, because .club was really cheap. Uh, so And the Bullet Club. Everything's Bullet Club at one time, so what the hell. Uh, I do a bunch of shows. I do Dynamite. We do a Dynamite uh, review show with P3 Radio. Um, and when they came out and said they were doing a show, they had Dynamite was one of their names. So I said, I'm just calling my show Dynamite, like like uh, Jimmy Walker, and I'm going to do it no matter what. Um, and I felt like a fool afterwards. But hey, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, we do that. <laughs> we do the review show. You were and like, we uh, how can I rip off two people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why not? You know. Uh, and then we do we do a show on Wednesday and Saturday. Released every we haven't missed uh, a Wednesday or Saturday one in I think two years, two and a half years. Uh, it's it's just one of those things, labor of love kind of thing. And also I have my sponsors, so they do give us a little money, so it helps out in in products. So you know I've got Spunk Lube, I've got Blue Chew, and I have uh, the trifecta, the trifecta manscape. So you manscape it, you know, you use a uh, Spunk Lube uh, with your Blue Chew. So. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Charlie got real quiet. <laughs> Once again, I'm just I'm That's waiting to get that. Is he being serious? No, I'm waiting yeah. to what? get that Facebook notification. Of that dark yeah, shield you from Charles. Yeah, it's the, it's the it's the after the hour mark. We're just this is after hour. This is go for it, man. Just make it the worst. My, yeah, my no only fear I know what's using to this shit now. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> my, my only fear of using all three of those products together. Is that it's going to last for longer than four hours, and they're not going to be able to get me on the gurney because I'm so slippery. So I can't use them all three together. But you know, two out of three ain't bad. That's what Meatloaf says. So do it. Right. Me and Gene is that all in together, and I said I'm I'm looking for him, and I see him finally. I said, Gene, come here, I got something for you, and it's like we're doing a drug exchange or something. I give him this huge <laughs> bottle of Spunk Lube. I would have been so embarrassed if you'd have been handing me drugs. And you handed me a bottle of Spunk Lube. We walk away, and Rose like, "What did he give you?" It's like, like, "Where do you see the T-shirt I'm wearing tonight?" I actually all in. I wore it. T shirt that all in with spunk lube and it had radio. That's people awesome. were like looking like we were walking by folks, they were like, What the fuck did that say? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was given a bottle of spunk lube. I was given a manscaped set recently. I've yet to get any blue chew, so I don't I'm waiting for that to come in the mail. Yeah, it has to have a doctor, I think, or something like that. So. Yeah. That's the whole gimmick is you don't have to have a doctor. <laughs> well, you you got to talk to a doctor to get it. So that's, that's oh. I, I don't want to be you know giving you drugs to. Them. All right. Well, know, we're not. Mean, we're not gonna I don't want to send you drugs again. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Waddy. Yeah, well, all the drugs are the Waddy. Bunches of them at the trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens across the street over there. All right. Well, let's see. Ed says, "No, Ed, Ed." Well, the good thing, Ed, is you can you can go back and see yeah. the video later. Uh, and there's also an audio version that uh, we put out on Monday nights at 7 p.m. So uh, if you don't want to sit and look at our ugly mugs for an hour. Uh, you can check out the audio version. I'm speaking for myself. The rest of these guys yeah. are handsome gentlemen. Um, so, yeah. I just imagine Ed <laughs> sitting there going, "Is that a fucking dolphin behind them?" <laughs> <laughs> like, totally a dolphin. 
<laughs> totally. I mean, at it. first it looks like you're flying through space, and then you realize, no, fish. <laughs> you can only imagine when that popped up on my screen. I see two guys in wrestling masks with shit. <laughs> what the hell are they doing? I'm so disappointed in myself now. I mean, it's a fucking black background with my stickers, and you know, shit. I should. You should have brought the, your your best dolphin game, but you but you. Uh, I, mean, I will next shot. time. I will. You shacked that free throw. You got Scott says audio is the way to go. I'm yeah, sorry, Scott. Scott, I'm Scott sorry. Morgan is a big advocate of audio. Yeah, he's no, he's a big asshole. That's that's all Scott Morgan is. So don't Ooh. don't worry about what. Yeah, don't worry about what Scott Morgan says. He just is a big, a short little asshole. So don't Scott worry. Morgan makes <laughs> big John studs. So. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, all right, guys. I appreciate y'all coming on. As I'm sure. Thanks, Jane. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Oh. I appreciate it. Fun time. Nice meeting you guys. Hopefully yeah, we can have you y'all too, get man. on again. Yeah, we need y'all yeah. back on here. Like we we I'm already tapped out on people I know that will actually talk to me. So at any point, if y'all want to come and just yeah. talk about wrestling, I mean, I know we kind of took a like depth into who y'all are, but I'd love to be able to have some people on here to get some opinions to what because I don't no, know. No, Charlie, we just got started on who I am. Oh, I, I've Lord. got probably about I got enough of who you so are, Brian. I got, I got Brian, I just need your opinions, not a personal life man. I've not trying to get the show canceled. Could you show that picture one more time? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Brian can screenshot it here. For Thank you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. Thank you. All right. Brian says, that picture brought to you by a spunkle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Charlie. You're not the right color. <laughs> I don't know what that means. For what? Listen to our show. I always put over guys like Moose and Big oh, E and all that. You know, just, I so have I'm, not there. I'm not tall enough. I have a top, so yeah, there you go. Just not tall enough. Got Very it. close to no DK over the years. There you go. One of my, one of my best friends, DK. It's all starting to come together now in my head. There like, you go. That scene in the movie where the guy re- realizes he's been dead the whole time. Kaiser's they don't have a limp. He don't have a limp. Yep. It's it's a cross between between that and uh, the usual suspects. Once you leave, you'll start looking around the room like, oh, that's <laughs> right. guys. I got I got to go. The wife says, "Are y'all still recording that shit?" <laughs> yes. Hey, she hasn't even seen it yet. She doesn't know it shit. I mean, <laughs> it is, but, yeah. All right, take care, Brian. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. See you, man. See you, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming yeah. on. It was fun, just like I knew yeah. it would be. And uh, hopefully uh, I can – me or Whitey Jenkins or both can come back on your show one of these days yeah. and kill your ratings as well. So. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. that was one of the most fun shows that we've had in a long yeah. time, man. I, a lot of people Whitey's hilarious about the, about the Whitey Jenkins show. And I love Whitey. Yeah. Wadi Jenkins is one of my it, favorite. It, it characters. was funny, so I was uh, I was proud for him. Uh, he's yeah, hopefully man. we can get him booked one day. Good Charlie, we'll have to get you on our show as well. Definitely. Also, hey, I'm I'm open not many days out of the week, but y'all can contact me. <laughs> y'all get definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll phone it in. Uh, yeah. hey, Charles, be, uh, hey, Charles is I, somewhat entertaining in other venues. So, uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Sorry for not Hey, we'll get you on our show. We're talking about dicks together, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there we go. I don't mind getting kicked off of whatever y'all are all. We'll show that picture. We'll do all, all kind of weird shit. Yeah. Y'all, all, we'll, I'm sure Gene will gladly send it to y'all. And there's, there's his audio only, so it don't even matter to us. <laughs> They're just showing on there. 
Yeah, the fact you like means nothing on their show. So. Yeah, we'll make we'll make it the cover art for the podcast. How about that? Yeah. That's, not, that's exactly what I'll. Oh, we'll send you. Uh, bring we'll, send, in. we'll send you Brian's favorite picture for the cover art. <laughs> please, please bring up Smokey and let's get out of here. Come yeah. on. You, you don't want him on there looking like a fucking Make a Wish kid. <laughs> I've got a mustache. Back off. I think that's all right, guys. All right, talk to you soon. Bye, guys. We'll see you. Wow. All right, those guys are all fun. Oh man, I had a blast. I didn't think for a moment that it was going to be bad. I just now here's a reminder. Yeah, VCW January second. I've got a match on that show. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be there wrestling. I've got. I've. I've officially. I don't know if I should do a contract signing and make it exclusive. Has to be more than entertaining. Are you, you going to sign an exclusive? I've got to sign it. I'm, I'm going to sign an exclusive contract, man. I'm going to have to exclusive to the Gadsden area, probably just the mall. So if any other shows run in Gadsden Mall or in the Gadsden area, I, I will just have to bury them. I'll just have to bury them. But uh, thanks, I'll, Wicked. I appreciate you being. In, uh, thank you, thank you so much, Gene. Uh, but hey, I, I got I caught crap last for the damn. Charles Xander's Christmas extravaganza. I caught crap for over talking on that one from y'all. So sorry guys. I guess I'll find my rhythm whenever you know he, he grabs and moans. It's just, you know. We didn't grab at you for talking to <laughs> We said we didn't buy this whole this whole campaign that's been going on apparently. <laughs> Let's hear more Charles Anders talk. Y'all just you know? y'all don't y'all don't read the message boards. It's on Reddit. Y'all just get on Reddit and look at I, it. I was gonna say I don't think there are message boards. The, anymore, the cheap heat TVs dot net. Look at you <laughs> reading you know the name of the podcast. That's what we are ragging about. We didn't rag you about your talking. Not knowing show. shit of what's going on with the show. Hey, yeah. man, y'all need to like the page for the cheap TV just pod with, thing, you know. Yeah. Whatever the the thing that I don't probably like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, Rosie, Rosie took offense when you said that she didn't like it. She come in here still, still drunk. Is like I'm a moderator. So you tell Charles I'm a fucking moderator. I'm like, luckily she won't hear let talk shit about her. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I'm just happy. I'm hoping she got all that wallpaper off the wall or whatever the shit she was sitting it's behind. Still hanging in there. <laughs> She's waiting for you to do it. That sounds about yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Smokey said he'll take saying, care of it. Yeah. Smokey's saying take it home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're not going to do our I guess 15 minutes of us rambling this week. Uh, yeah, that was a whole. We did an hour and 29 minutes of us rambling. So yeah, we didn't prepare anything. We got to start being more prepared. And I think we should do some. We should rip off some of the things Brian said. Yeah. Or just having like theme shows where yeah. we discuss topics. Maybe once a month, you know, have a top yeah. ten something or top it, seven it'll, half or something. Yeah, it'll be it'll be real. Uh, it'll make my load a lot lighter, which is nice for me because I'm lazy as shit and I've got you know big matches coming up on VCW and I've spent a lot of time in the gym and shaving my head. So reaching out to guests haven't been my strong suit lately. Um, I have spoke with a couple of people for February. I'm pretty excited about that. We should have some pretty good guests by then. Um, but so who's next week? We've got we've got Bob Evans coming up. Bob Evans. Uh, got a, meant, uh, while we were rambling, I meant to run the crawl across the bottom. Let's put it. Yeah, up there. yeah. Know? Let's do that real quick. There you we'll go. About that. January. Yeah, we've got, that should yep. say third. Yeah, it should be. It is the third. It oh, was. Uh, it. It's okay. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself, Gene. Um, but we've got we've got Bob. We've got Dan, who's going to be. I mean, 
really smart guy. Hopefully he's got some pretty funny stories for us. Uh, Culprit, who's going to be, I'm hoping, a very interesting interview. Derek Neal, who's going to be a very good inter- interview. Chris Stiles, who's uh, done a lot in the business and has got some probably, I'm assuming, some pretty crazy stories himself that'll be uh, pretty interesting. But, yeah, February, um, I'm working on I'm working on doing a – I'll go ahead and announce it. I, I, I believe I've spoke to Gene about it a little bit. But we're going to do a Shane Knowles Valentine's Day Spectacular because Valentine's Day runs on the Sunday. So we're going to have Shane nice. Knowles. Yeah, we're, I'm going to get him to dress up in a diaper and some wings. And uh, <laughs> sorry, that was for Brian's podcast. My bad. That was for we'll, Brian's podcast. We'll bring Brian back for that. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we, we've got some other people in conversations with, and I'm excited for uh, I'm excited for it, guys. Once again, appreciate doing this. I appreciate all the fans that come on and, you know, uh, have comments and listen and even in private, speaking to me in private. We love all this stuff. We thank you very much, guys. So, Gene, take it home for me. Yes. Thank you all for listening. And please continue to share the shows, share the Cheap Heat TV Live Facebook page. We're trying to get some more likes. We're yep. at eight, like 889. So we're trying to break that 900 mark. Yep. Um, you know, follow us and, and share our stuff on Twitter and uh, let's keep expanding the audience and we'll yep. keep having you guys on. And uh, the bigger the audience, the more exposure you get and the bigger we get, bigger you get. And, you know, it's just it's the more fun it is, the more fun yeah. it is, more fun it is. And, and, and it's better for everybody. So, again, yep. remember VCW January 2nd in Gadsden, Alabama at the mall. It's going to be a hell of a show. It's going to be exciting. And you're going to get to see our very own. Charles Anders in action, his first match with no hair. So we'll see if uh, if it makes a difference, if he's more aerodynamic, if he's more Absolutely. streamlined to do his dives out to the floor. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All right. So we will see you next Sunday with our guest, Brutal Bob Evans. It should be a very fun show. It should be a very interesting and insightful show. And if you have questions, hey, this is a chance Bob Bob Evans does seminars. He is taught smart, smart guy. Uh, shares knowledge everywhere he goes. So be here next week. Leave questions in the comments. This show is going to be as good as you help us make it. And as uh, Wicked just pointed out, last GP to twenty twenty. Yep. So, bigger near next year, twenty twenty one, guys. Uh, bigger bye, guys. All right, we will see you next week, and. Uh,